I go loud because I'm deaf. I know. Only in one ear, though. Only in one ear? Yeah, the other one I can hear all right out of. What did you do to that one ear? Was well, it it's just heavy metal? and <laughs> <laughs> Devious youth in. shooting yeah. firearms? Yeah. yeah. It was a sexual accident. <laughs> <laughs> Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. Any of you guys, other of you? Who? You. Oh, I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Thank goodness that we are here. No Brogan today. He is actually right now, he's on a cruise. I believe so. He's probably in Mexico right now. Yeah, he took a couple <clears throat> pictures of being in Mexico. He scored pretty good on that one. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Go check out Wizards Keep Games. Yeah. <laughs> We're not jealous. So no. That's not why we sound angry. Really? We're jealous. We are. I a little bit. Really jealous. He's like on the biggest... They've got a go-kart track on this cruise ship. I saw that. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And he's a 24-hour wing bar. What? Yeah. He's probably going to kill himself. 24-hour wing bar. <laughs> you saw what Bacon did to him? <laughs> yeah. We'll get another choke story. If you guys want to uh, listen to our old podcast, please do so. Subscribe to all those different things that you do, Apple Podcasts and all of that. Uh, or just go to GritCityPodcast.com. Also, Jeff, thank you very much. You've been doing a bunch of work on the old Instagram. Yeah, having Show- fun. Yeah, showing off some really cool pictures. So uh, all the fun stuff that we've been doing lately, it's been uh, it's been some really good stuff there. And also, obviously, the Facebook page and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, just search for Grit City Podcast and you'll find it. Twitter is Grit underscore City. You should be able to search for Grit City Podcast anywhere and find us, though. Just, yeah. just saying. Just Google it. We, I'm pretty sure we come up with just Tacoma Podcast for number one. Really? Fuck yeah. Wow. That's... That's amazing. So I should, uh, this is a perfect time to introduce our next guest because you're on a number one podcast, at least number one on the search engines or something. Joshua Turner. Joshua, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Oops, I, somehow his mic not on. There you go. That's some professional podcasting right there. See, That's why we're number one. (laughs) This is where I would edit that out, but I'm not going. No, no, you're not going. Hi, Josh. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. And I actually, I think you guys are the first the first podcast that pops up nice yeah yeah uh, i want to thank you because you contacted us i did to be I on did. the show and people can do so if you just go to info at gritcitypodcast.com if you've got any questions if you have suggestions on what we should possibly do or if you're just you know an artist who's actually taking control of his own art like this gentleman here yeah. if you want to promote yourself <laughs> please reach out to us so we'll start off with there uh, joshua uh do you care josh joshua uh joshua w turner is the is the name that i Put, put on my album so and, joshua's fine and you can find that at joshua w turner.bandcamp.com and you've got the new album be okay uh tell us a little bit about that album right now man yeah that album is uh a collection of songs that i actually i i wrote a couple of them um recently but most of them are older songs that i've collected 
from about the past 10 years. And um, I picked the best songs that I feel could be placed for sync licensing. So getting what does that mean? getting music into film and television. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of this album was kind of like a hybrid. It was a little bit like okay, well, let's take the older songs and let's use it to launch yourself as a solo artist. Um, oh, nice. And pick songs that would that would possibly work for sync licensing, which I've been getting into for about the past year okay and that's uh that's a real interesting place to be because i know of one person locally uh brett amaker uh he has done some stuff i believe with weeds and some other things so you're kind of looking to to, towards to get into that sort of stuff yeah exactly like that um getting getting placements into television film or commercials That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. That is really neat. That's yeah. a unique way to look at it, or, or probably not. I mean, other people probably do that, but we've never had anybody on that actually looks at their career that way. Like, I want things to be sold, right? Yeah. Like, you don't hear that a lot. Yeah. And there's a reason for that, uh, which we can get into now or later. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, why? Yeah. The reason the reason being is I've I've been doing music since wow, s- seriously since 2006. Okay. And. Um, so serious that I that I applied for Berkeley College of Music uh, for the vocal program and went there. And that was a huge leap because that's like a bajillion dollars <laughs> to go there. So I was pretty dedicated. Um, Gosh, yeah. So and then and then after that, I actually went to Hollywood and went to Musicians Institute to study guitar, which is not a bajillion dollars, but about a, like a million. So um, <laughs> student loans. Hooray. Yes. Yes. So I was I was pretty dedicated. Um but then um but then when i was in hollywood i i realized things about the industry that really bummed me out because i realized i was we we had a publicist and we were um we were on red carpet events i remember standing next to gene simmons oh, wow. um and doing a red carpet event it was it was like this surreal moment um uh, everything you would think it would be, you know, mm-hmm. getting, you know, uh, getting getting a good buzz and going on a red carpet and just like being free, a rock starry. And but what I realized is it was just me and another guy and nobody knew who we were, but everybody was interested in us because somebody was paying somebody to be interested in us. OK, and that, that uh, yeah, the, the machine part, the, the publicity machine where. No, it, yeah, exactly. It's like nobody knows who you are, but they think, okay, well, I should probably know who you are. But it's all really kind of superficial at that point, too. Exactly, and it really, it really bummed me out. And I was like, oh man, we don't even have, we don't even have like music out. Yeah, <laughs> and wow. and all these people are snapping pictures of us, thinking because they don't know they're just paparazzi. But somebody told them we were like the next big thing, and <laughs> um, and so actually, I, I left Hollywood and I, I actually left music for a while. Um, during that time I just did other things and, um, long story short, I started a family and I, and, Mm -hmm. and I thought, okay, well, how can I make music, but still, you know, support my family. And then it took another step to where my wife, um, had to stop working due to pregnancy. And so it, all the income came on me. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I had to find a way to make money doing what I love, did so much research. And what I found is sync licensing is now kind of like what the record deal was, um, 20 years ago. 
That makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And it's it's one of those things where if you can, I mean, essentially blue collar what you love to do, then at that point it's that, you know, do what you love to do so you don't feel like you're working. Mm -hmm. But it gets into that and you get to throw out your creativity in a way that uh, a lot of people get to get to experience. Even if they may not know it, you get to uh, a build a resume and have all that stuff fun, uh, all that stuff out there and it can lead to more things. And you're getting put out there Mm -hmm. which is what a lot of people are looking for because i mean at this point in time uh anybody can like you've got you know you know little kids doing mumble raps on (laughs) soundcloud and putting it out there and hoping that they can get something put out there so you're fighting with the internet really at this point and anybody who anybody who can do that so that's pretty pretty amazing it's kind of a neat thing too when um i i I don't know about you guys but i've heard music on on different shows and been like oh what song was that and looked it up and then just downloaded that music you know when i got on and bought it right there said oh i want this song or that song so it's a great way to get your music in front of millions of people right you get licensed to the right tv show the Mm -hmm. right whatever man commercial yeah Yeah. and and at the same time you're still kind of you you just have to find where do you fit in that and um, that's that's the thing that that I'm finding is that, um, you know, I'm still doing me, but I'm finding a place for me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And so what got you started into wanting to do music, you know, 12 years ago? Axl Rose. Ah, really? <laughs> really. I'm really? not even kidding. I, nice. was, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Like, it was... Um, the Use Your Illusions one and two DVD set. Okay, not yeah. not the not. The, I knew Guns and Roses and loved Guns and Roses when I was a kid because my dad loved them. But what really got me like wanting to do music was was putting those DVDs in and watching Axl Rose and just watching the whole hype of of mm-hmm. what Guns and Roses was. Um, and yeah, after that, I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. This it, is like so amazing. And couple yeah. that with like a breakup. And like your first heartbreak and it's like, okay, well, now I've got material. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta find (laughs) Well, I was thinking I gotta find an identity and I gotta, I gotta figure, I gotta figure out like who the heck am I? Cause I just feel heartbroken. Plus I want this girl to regret breaking up with me. So I'm going to be this cool (laughs) musician guy and, and do it that way. And that's the truth. And that's kind of how it started. And then that kind of fizzled away, but I just kept going with, with the music thing. So you still loved it enough to keep going. Yeah. That original, the, the original reason are you know just kind of pushed aside you yeah know, the, uh, the pantera dvds had kind of the same effect on me that's when i started drinking black tooth grins <laughs> just ran <laughs> oh. i still have those man those are some of my favorite dvds to watch really? I, yeah the old music dvds do you do they do that anymore do I bands put stuff like that out i don't know because you guys are talking about that and then i realized god mine's kind of embarrassing because you have some really cool ones well you got typo negative no oh. you're not wrong i mean i i would have if i would have found any of those no mine was corn oh i'm, oh, I'm a fan corn fan yeah, they had a uh, they had a VHS that came Ooh. out, and uh, yeah, I mean this is yeah, I mean it was still the mid nineties, but I could only afford the VHS, so I went and I got it, and I mean I was broke. I was living in Arizona for like the six weeks that I lived there, and I picked it up and I watched it. This is so cool and all this stuff, and I was like, totally the same thing. Corn was a shit for a while, man. Oh yeah, they were. Corn, yeah, corn was awesome. They, yeah. they I was in high school. That was a huge, mm-hmm. huge band for me. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. for me too. I remember nobody else that I knew liked 
liked them. And so I, I went to the con- their, they did a concert up at the Mercer Arena when it was still a uh, concert venue. Sounds like you have shitty friends. It's true. I went there by myself. Yeah, Brogan wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> that jerk. Um, so uh, did so did you start how did did you start off in music at that point? Was it did you like I want to be in a rock band because of Axl Rose or was it I'm just gonna play music and figure it out myself? How'd it go? It was kind of like that. I I had an older my oldest brother Michael Zerker. Um, he's like 22 years older than me. Oh, wow. And, okay. Yeah. So he, he kind of, he, I told him I was into music. I said, Oh, why don't you come over, bring over, bring over your guitar and, and jam. And so I went over and I just, you know, I didn't know how to play anything, but he kind of showed me a little bit. And, um, and I took that and I just started writing songs. Um, not learning songs like majority of the people do, but just writing songs, like finding, okay, what, a, what, what sound will, will it make if I put my hands on the guitar here and, okay. and just started writing songs. And when I, when I started doing that, um, I found I had a collection of songs that were not good. We're not finished, <laughs> yeah. but it was mm-hmm. something. And I made a CD and I sold it in my high school. Nice. And it, it and it was, it was, I look back on it now. It's like, wow, that's pretty bold, you know, to, it is. to yeah. be like, to be, cause I was like this preppy kid and then my heart broke and then I became like this goth kid. Nice. And that, okay. Yeah. This goth kid that sold CDs and, <laughs> and people, yeah, there was actually, it, it got so heated, I guess that a, another band decided to make a joke band after me. And wow. start start listening to my songs and, and, and then writing, like parodies of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so. You got Weird Al in high school. Yeah, kind of. Wow. <laughs> I got Weird Al, yeah. yeah. Don't they say something, like, isn't that the like the best kind of flattery or something? Isn't there a like, saying well, about Well, I mean, like imitation that? is the best there form of flattery, but it also is, like, parody is... I don't know. I, I, man, <laughs> you know, you're getting somebody's attention. If they, if they want to pay enough attention to you to listen to your song and rewrite them, it'd be funny, right? Yeah, yeah. It act, well, it, 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 it hurt my feelings at first until I went went forward and like it's funny because like you know they were they were making those songs making fun of my songs in high school and then i went off to berkeley college of music which is like the most prestigious music contemporary music school in the country and they're still writing songs for a little bit and i'm thinking like (laughs) it's a guy like you guys come on like and then eventually they stopped writing songs of mine but kept the band name which was a playoff of my own band name and started doing their own shows with their own music weird yeah it was was weird like gosh like i mean i like no like i'm just thinking like nowadays like I was like, oh, that's bullying. Like they'd have a big old talking to and all sorts of things. It's perfect the way it works out, though, right? Like yeah. you go off to a real school, you go do something with music, and they're still at home doing the same thing they were doing in high school, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. And if you look them up, they're probably doing the same shit they were doing <laughs> in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, what was Berkeley like for you at that point? Because uh, moving, wh- wh- where did you grow up? I grew up on Whidbey Island. Okay, so, so yeah. local around here, and so going from the Pacific North west to california has to be a bit of a a, a, a culture change for well you. actually berkeley berkeley's in boston not not oh. to be confused with uc berkeley I, okay. I used to get that all the time like at high school i was yeah. like oh, i'm going to berkeley they're like oh california cool i know yeah oh but, it's gonna be nice and warm there yeah so actually that's more of a change going from west coast to east coast yeah it was a huge culture shock and not Gosh. not for many reasons because not only for like the whole 
culture of the East Coast versus the West Coast. But the music school I went to was like a serious music school. And this is and I was not trained in anything, really. I didn't even think I was going to get in. Yeah, because it was like a 32 percent acceptance rate. But I think just my confidence and like that I had a CD. I actually had two CDs by that point (laughs) that I made myself. And then I auditioned with an original song, which was one of those songs that wasn't, in my opinion, very good. But I went in and I got it professionally done and auditioned with it. So um, it was a culture shock because there's some serious, serious musicians there. Like I went to school with uh, the Imagine Dragons guys. Okay. And so it's like, and it's like just musical geniuses there. People that are totally driven, people that um, are just like really serious about music. And the interesting thing I found about that is you would think going to a school like that would be like, everybody's in competition with one another. Mm -hmm. But the truth is I was so amazed on how much everybody built each other up. Like nobody was trying to, it it was just a, a security within themselves as musicians. They didn't need to waste their time being threatened by somebody else because they knew they were good. They knew they were, they were good. That's like, it's such a difference between, you know, the, what you just said for going to high school and the people like making music to mock you (laughs) as opposed to going to college. And the people there are like, no, I, I need to worry about my own shit and I don't need to worry about what you're doing. And it's like, cool. They'll be in, you know, they're might be collaborative efforts or there might be just you know the normal student experience with that but when it comes down to it it's like you got to focus on your own stuff too yeah 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 and that's and that's exactly what it was and and i loved berkeley it was super hard i never wanted to do like even like i i don't even really know why i went because i never really wanted to learn music theory Mm -hmm. um that wasn't why i went um I, I, I don't I still don't really know why I went. I guess I went because the opportunity was there and I got in. Yeah. Um, but it was a great experience. But yeah, again, a bajillion dollars. And that <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm sitting with that a little bit. So, yeah. And that's yeah. and that's like the whole college experience thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I went to the Art Institute of Seattle for a year and it because the expenses mm-hmm. and it got so expensive. And then I also realized that schooling like I'm always one of those people that kind of works around like I'll figure out how the system is I'll gamify the system and be like okay well this will work okay I can do this much work and I'll get through and then I was like meh I'm good like I'm not really learning I'm just going through the motions here (laughs) like I'm just passing my classes so so uh, when did you uh, what was the 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 years that you were going to Berkeley so I went from I went to Berkeley from 2007 to 2009 and I had to leave at 2009 because I really realize okay i'm not really wanting to learn music theory mm-hmm. um i got the experience i got the name i'm technically an alumni <laughs> so i'm just gonna kind of leave now hey guys it's justin and i'm here to talk about the union club down in tacoma this is where we do a lot of our recording now and i'm really stoked about this if you don't know about the union club tacoma it is a mixed use project contributing to tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community it combines studio space co-working space office space, beautiful common areas, galleries, and an event hall in a 15,000 square foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is 
it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. Where'd you go after that? So I went, I came back and I actually... um I, I, I got a job at Zeke's Pizza in Belltown. Nice. Um, it was great. That, that was like my first real job. And it is good pizza. <laughs> but uh, it, And it pays it pays well for a delivery driver. But, um, but yeah, I, I just did uh, did the normal normal thing until I f- was going to figure out what I was going to do. And then I applied to Musicians Institute for Guitar solely just to get down into Hollywood because I thought, okay, oh, well, okay, yeah. you know, I did the school thing. Now I just want to get into the industry and I want to, I want to do that. Um, and then that brought, that brings us back to getting involved with, uh, that lady who was putting that band together and yeah. she had like a bajillion dollars paying people to tell, tell everybody that we were awesome next to Gene Simmons. Scott and I were literally <laughs> just talking about this because it was that, uh, my wife was looking up uh, the Boeing magnet, the man who created Boeing, you know, but Bob S. Boeing. I don't know what his name is. Um, but it was like, oh, man, what does it take to create something and have a vision for building all of these airplanes? And it was like, oh, somebody else's money. A lot of his parents' money yeah. because his parents was like a, either a timber or an oil magnet. And it was like, oh, because once you have all that money, you can create you can create opportunity when it comes to that. And that was what that lady was really doing with it. Yeah. But the crazy part of it was, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like I, it's any time you think, what would it be like to go to Hollywood into the music industry and live, live a somewhat of a rock star life. It's exactly what you would imagine to be that the, the manager lady was crazy drug addict. <laughs> she was sleeping with the guitarists. Okay. And okay. He, and, and there's a, like, she was like in her fifties. He was like in his twenties. He knew what it, a good deal was. But, well, yeah, but well, no, it, it, and then she's, yeah, it was so weird. And then you're, you're hanging out with guys from like New York with the, with the accents and, mm-hmm. and you see like all these stars that you grew up around and it's just like it's it's such a trip i now know why they call it holly weird and it was a little too weird for me wow do you have any um weird celebrity experiences anything that yeah really freaked you out um (laughs) well there was a lot of experiences like i i uh i remember standing standing waiting to get picked up by our our driver car after a red uh, carpet event and seeing uh natasha henstridge henstridge she was a species lady. Oh, and yeah. I remember my brother and I having such a crush on her when we were <laughs> kids and then standing right next to her. And, and it's just like, whoa, this is surreal. And then then seeing going to a fashion show and seeing Heather Locklear and Richie Sambora and uh, wow. all, just everybody that you you thought weren't actually real people when you were a kid, that they were just like these entities. You're going to a fashion show. You see Richie <laughs> Sambora picking his nose. He's like, I do that, too. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it's a yeah. real thing. But no, it was. <laughs> It was all pretty surreal, um, and yeah, it was it, it was it was an experience that I'm glad I had because if I didn't have it, I would have wondered what it would have been like. And yeah. I'm glad I don't have to sit with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, people can find uh, the the music and the the new album, digital album, be okay at joshuawturner.bandcamp.com. We're gonna have it up on uh, on our Facebook page and also right on this podcast. They can t- uh, click a link right to it. And also also uh, joshuawturnermusic.com is another one that oh, has has that perfect. information too. Uh, and, and I read on the 
the little bio there that you have performed at the Viper Room. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the Viper Room for those who may not be initiated into it, because this is a pretty big uh, place down in L.A. Yeah. Um, well, it was it was it may not be as glamorous as it sounds because they it, it is the Viper Room, but they also have like smaller shows, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was packed out. Everybody was there to see me. <laughs> but um, it was no, it was cool. I mean, it, it's um, I got connected with this guy who was putting on shows and he needed he needed an act to fill in to um the one of the slots and i went in and i just i just played there just thought about uh you know all the stories mainly the story of um river phoenix and and yes. standing standing there like about to go in thinking oh this is where he died right? <laughs> you know? no so, yeah it's it's an interesting place because you say that it's like the holly weird but it's like the excess of hollywood is right there right kind of at yeah. the front stage yeah yeah and and it was yeah it was it was it was it, was, it went along with the whole surrealness of of the whole experience mm-hmm. um so yeah it was it, it was a cool experience glad i had it um glad it's over yeah yeah uh was it a was it a difference for you to work at like the like, like south by southwest that was actually pretty cool because um there's a i was in a band uh called in cahoots mm-hmm. they were um they were like a seattle band and uh christina who was the singer she um she's awesome she was like totally like really great songwriter great singer um and that was a band that i actually joined and like had one of those chemistry musical chemistries it's like okay we just played that song we got to look at each other like did that just happen like (laughs) yeah it did um and yeah she actually she got hooked up with uh this this label that's that's around here called critical sun okay um uh there was bands like the furniture girls um and Stacy Jones band, um, just local bands around here that have been around for a while. And we all just went down to South by Southwest and just played a whole bunch of shows there. Cool. Um, which, which was cool. Um, that was a, that was a cool experience. Um, first night I got really s- drank, drank too much cause I didn't eat. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, party time. and threw up all over, all over, uh, the guy's car who was driving <laughs> me home. It was a bummer. Whoops. But, uh, yeah, but that was, I, that was a totally, and it's interesting now looking back at it because that was a totally different life. Cause now like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, husband and have two kids, but then I was like sh- blonde hair, shaved mohawk, uh, I couldn't you know. imagine you with a, with no. that right now. <laughs> yeah. I actually couldn't. But, but it was. I was I was crazy. I was crazy, and I was. I, I but I wanted to live that life, you know. And I lived in an RV at that time too, okay. so I could just do music. Now, now, how old are your kids? Uh, I have a two-year-old daughter. She just turned two, and I have a son who actually is a month old today. Wow. Congratulations Thank on you. both Thank of them. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, at this point, they're not uh, old enough for, uh, to talk about your rock star lifestyle. <laughs> Are you going to tell them about it? Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Well, I, I, I knew that. Like I, like I said, I've, I lived a very, I've lived many different lives, and um, you know, it's, it's. I think I, I learned a lot from from those lives. You know what what I could do different. And mm-hmm. I think any child going into the world, you know, has a right to know what, you know, their family has gone through age appropriately, of course. Yeah. But that's funny. Scott, we were just talking about this as well, too, because I was giving him crap because he's got a, how old is your She's daughter? 20. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. I started early. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> and it, it was just that sort of, it's like, how, how do you approach any sort of like, 
anything the kid asks, like, are you going to be straightforward with them? Because, like, I, I don't know. I've got cats. Like, so... They don't ask questions. They don't ask questions. <laughs> they better. just judge you from afar. Right. <laughs> but, like, it, it's even being like... Like, you were even talking about the world today is way different than it was especially even just like 20 years ago and how how forward do you want to be with that and scott's just like i tell her whatever i do man I, i've always told her like i'm gonna be as honest as i can with you and i just laid out how it is but the world's a crazy place man and and people act like they have their shit together and they know what's going on but nobody really does everybody's just making this up as they go along i don't care what anybody says there's not a person out there that's like oh yeah this is the way this is bullshit i don't believe you <laughs> i think you're making that up a hundred percent yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the thing too. It's because like, if my daughter came to me and and wanted to go down the same path that I went, I would be real with her and say, you know, sweetie, it's it's a very dark path, and mm-hmm. I can I can not to say it has to be that way, but mm-hmm. the the way I did it was very dark, and I'll tell you why it was dark because I had these aspirations because you could because what I I didn't realize it then, but what I realize now is you can go I could go back to Hollywood. And I could live a completely different experience, but I lived that crazy experience because I wanted to live that crazy experience. That's, yeah. that's the avenue I took. So it, it's really your intention and what you're, what you're going for, because I mean, it's, it's, there's so many different layers to, um, the entertainment industry. And you've gone around, I mean, you've gone literally around the, the, uh, around the U S, uh, picking up all of these experiences, but you came back to the, the Puget Sound area. So yeah. it's got to say something about this area as well. Oh yeah. I, I love this area. Like this, this area, I, 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 I didn't appreciate it until I moved away mm-hmm. um, as much as as much as I, I do now, because, especially Tacoma. Like it's, I grew up on Woodby Island. I used, I used to think Tacoma was like the place you don't go. Oh, yeah, like it's was. scary, you know, <laughs> don't you know, like like you'll get you'll get shot, you know, but it, it's it's not like like in um, I can't believe I'm saying this publicly, but, um, you know, because I, I don't I've decided I don't want to talk Tacoma up anymore yeah. because I don't want everybody moving here. Right. It's, you're not really that wrong with it. I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what are you doing, well, Scott? <laughs> well, the truth is, like, it's funny. It is kind of dangerous because I, 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 I'm a cyclist too, and I was riding oh, my bike, I'm and sorry, and, <laughs> and I was looking at this this car mainly just to see if the person was going to turn out. And this guy, he's like, what the? He's like, what the f you looking at? And I was thinking, like, oh, okay. Well, each block is different in Tacoma. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, God, I feel bad. There's a. There, I almost watched uh, a poor kid on a bike almost get smeared oh. by a guy. Because people wow. like people in Tacoma, I've I've realized like people can't drive anywhere. But Tacoma is a special type of aggressive. It's like I know what I can do right now. I'm gonna go across three lanes and take a left when I'm in the right lane, and oh, well, we'll figure it out, and it'll be fine. Most of the time, I can kind of respect that aggressiveness, but like I said, when I'm like, I'm sorry that you're a cyclist, it's because people paid zero attention to any of that. Yeah, I got hit by a car last year. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, and I think like, it's like, well, if you cycle long enough, you know, in an urban setting, it's inevitably going to happen. Right. And then yeah. you have to make the choice. Okay. Am I never going to cycle again? Or am I going to hop back on the bike? And yeah. I decided to just hop back on the bike. I've ridden motorcycles a lot and it's the same thing. You know, you're going to wreck sometime, right? You just yeah. don't know when or how bad it's going to be. And when you do wreck, you, am I going to get back on again? Yeah, <laughs> That's always the, the choice question, you right? have to make. Yeah. It's kind of a good allegory just back to your whole music career as well. And going, it's like, okay, well this part isn't for me. Hollywood. I don't really want to deal with that anymore. You come back here and you're back into doing 
writing for TV and film. And seriously, like I hope that you, that happens because that's one of the best ways to do it. If you're able to create and make money for your family, that's yeah. that's better than delivering pizzas, even if delivering pizzas is a bomb. Seems like a smart way to do it too, man. Rather than just holding out, hoping that you're going to get some kind of record deal, or you know what I mean, um, hoping that enough people are going to come to your shows because that just doesn't seem like a viable option for for bands anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, the the beauty of it too, though, is like like I said, I'm I'm a, a husband with two kids. I could do music licensing and I could record music and I don't necessarily ever have to perform live. Not to say I wouldn't want mm-hmm. to, but that's not the scene. That's not the deal. You know yeah. what I mean? The deal is you, you get a placement, um, in a, in a TV show and then you, you could get up to $125,000 for one song, <sighs> you know, and, yeah. and that's how it works. So, um, you know, and then, um, you know, you, somebody watches a song like you were saying, uh, Scott, that that you you want, then want to download that song. And it's not it, it takes the pressure off because it's not about CD sales, mm-hmm. even though that you'll get some of that, you mm-hmm. know, but the bulk of the money is, um, you know, getting a song licensed and then getting royalties from that song. Because every yeah. time that song is played, you're getting money sent to you. It's it's really perfect for somebody who who has a family but still wants to do music absolutely and doesn't necessarily want to tour um you know maybe do select shows Mm -hmm. um it's it's just it has the freedom aspect to it that's really cool yeah i really like that idea you've opened up whole thing for me so does it really cheese you off when you did all this to get this far and someone comes out like have you heard the song pin pineapple apple pin or <laughs> baby shark oh, you know? baby, baby shark <laughs> yeah and you're like dude make kids music i yeah, swear to god that's I, you should go. I actually have made a kids album oh okay, really? i have it's on my website oh, it's all about sweet. feelings because having okay. kids you know having kids um you know you 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 get into that too and mm-hmm. um so yeah that's funny but no it's songwriting is is an interesting thing and another thing i learned at this time in my life is as a songwriter you think you have to become this household name yeah. to make a living but the truth of the matter is you only need a small group of people to make a good living mm-hmm. a small group of people that that support you believe in you and follow you and um in this and going like with the children's children's album and then like you have to in this day and age of being a music musician if you want to sustain a living you you have to have multiple streams of income like not only am i am i you know joshua w turner doing albums for uh sync licensing but i also am a music coach and taking oh, what yeah. i learned at berkeley and um i have a, i just launched an online course um which is kind of it's it's called the simply singing course okay just learning how to sing simply um and and br- bringing people's confidence up because you know singing takes a lot of confidence and uh, you know I've been a, I've been teaching lessons for like uh, like seven years and wow, I've, okay. the biggest thing that I found is people are scared to do it. Oh that's, yeah, that's absolutely. The, they, or 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 they're like I've had fifty people in their fifties come to me and say, yeah, I used to sing. I said, I stopped when I was 17 because I sang in front of this girl I liked and she laughed at me. He's like, but now I want to get back into it. I'm thinking like you seriously spent majority of your life not singing because somebody laughed at you once. Yeah. And, and that's the truth. And now he's back to get confidence, Mm -hmm. you know? So I thought, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to take, you know, take the one thing that I had thanks to my mom. Um, get believing in me when nobody yeah, else did totally. and um, 
And I'm going to show people that if you have this one thing, you can you can excel so much further and unlock things in yourself that, that you never even knew that you had. And where can people find the, the online course and maybe contact you about uh, teaching and stuff locally? Yeah, everything can be found on joshuaturnermusic.com. Perfect. Even the children's music. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Josh, uh, Joshua, again, thank you so much for spending some time for us. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, that was it, quick. I know. It was great. Yeah, I mean, is there anything one. else you want to throw out before we uh, let you go? Uh, just that your your podcast is awesome. Like oh, I, I checked you. it, I checked it out, um, and I was like, yeah, I, w- I want to be on this. This is totally awesome. You guys, yeah, you guys are are engaging and 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 professional sounding, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm ha- sweating a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm stopping now, and and I'll, yeah, I'll continue to listen just as an, a listener. So Appreciate yeah, I'm that. just Thanks, I'm, I'm happy to be on here. Yeah, thank you. Well, seriously, thank you so much. Again, check out the album if you want to check it out and see if maybe it can work for you. Uh, the album is be okay and you can find that at joshua w turner.bandcamp.com or joshua turner music.com for uh, the children's music i love it i'm gonna check it out i got a niece and a nephew so i want to check it out cool cool <laughs> thank you dude absolutely thanks the interview is over but thank you so much to joshua w turner for coming on the grit city podcast if you want to be on the grit city podcast or you know somebody who is interesting in the south sound let us know info at gritcitypodcast.com or you can find us on all social media or just click on any of the links that you can find on our website gridcitypodcast.com now before josh left us he did give us an mp3 of one of his songs so that we could play it at the very end of this episode well actually right now this is from bok which you can find on joshua w turner.bandcamp.com it's called spotlights and we're going to see the podcast out with it
been listening to the grit city podcast check them out at gritcitypodcast.com